Well, you might have heard that headline about the uh, broken pipe in Wellington Central. Water, water everywhere. It's leaking from the pipes, but it's not reaching households. That's the problem in the capital with ageing infrastructure playing havoc with the city's water supply. It was one of the many topics canvassed this week at the Water Shortage Summit in Lower Hutt. You might have heard some coverage of that on Morning Report. To tell us more about the issues the Wellington region is battling with, as well as some of the waste due to leaky pipes, I'm joined by Wellington Water Committee Chair and Lower Hutt Mayor Campbell Barry. Hello, Campbell. Kia ora, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Were you surprised to hear about that outage in Wellington this morning? I, I don't think I'd say surprised. Uh, it's a constant battle with the age of the network. Uh, there was a planned outage while some repair work was done. Once you, you dig and you get in there, you can often find more than what you're expecting and it can take a bit longer. But understand the frustration and this is something that's uh, obviously a, a challenge for us in the, in the medium and long term as well. You volunteered to explain to us what's going wrong. Where does it all begin? So really, we, we have an old network uh, right across the metropolitan Wellington area. So that's not just the city, that's Lower Hutt, Upper Hutt, Potidua as well. Uh, we've got pipes that are over 100 years old. Uh, we've got historic underinvestment because often you simply don't spend the money on things that you can't see until things go wrong. Uh, and uh, we also have growth, which is putting additional pressure uh, on that network as well. So th- there are a number of challenges. We have 2,600 active leaks, um, but many of them are small leaks. We know that if we're going to make a real difference in actually getting more water to people's taps, we need to find the big leaks. The difficult thing is they're often underground and unseen. So there's a real challenge with the, the current tools that the team on the ground have uh, to be able to get on top of this. Where should we begin? So if, if we look at it, it's going to take a very long time to get on top of the renewals that are required. I know in Lower Hutt we've got over 200 kilometres in backlog of renewals that should have already happened up to today. So it's, it's going to take some time. Re- renewals, so that's replacing the old pipes. That's right. So that's not just fixing leaks, that's actually replacing the pipes. Now, we know that in the short term we have to focus on the biggest leaks because that's where we're going to get our, our bang for buck. And what we need, uh, what I think goes sort of hand in glove with that, uh, is metres. We don't have metres, universal metres in the metropolitan Wellington area. 60% of New Zealand does have them. We don't. Uh, That makes it more challenging to find those large leaks and target our investment and make uh, good decisions based on evidence. So those are two things. Long term, we're also going to need an additional storage lake with the growth we're experiencing. Um, But that's going to take around 10 years to get online and see the benefits from. Yeah. Universal metering, that's a a thing outside your house that um, shows how much water you're using, right? That's Aucklanders know what that's like. Um, In the last few years, there have been various other places that have brought them in. Probably politically not very popular, but it kind of makes sense, right? You pay for what you use. Yeah, and we know from experience that universal meters have... uh, do do conserve more water for individual households, but also it helps find uh, the leaks that we really need to fix. A trial in Greytown, 250 smart meters were installed in, in last year. They identified 211 leaks uh, that the council didn't know about. So that, that's the sort of scale that you start to have, and you can pinpoint where your major problems are and, and prioritise your investment. So there is, is more than just the charging side and the education side. It's also about how we 
get through the sort of medium term of renewals as well. Is anyone proposing to put these metres into Greater Wellington? Yes, yeah, so what uh, the summit concluded pretty unanimously uh, was that uh, Wellington Water would bring a package to the Metropolitan Councils that would be universal metering, a, a continued uplift in the fixing of pipes and renewals, replacing pipes, and also a longer term and additional lake. So those three will be coming to each city council as a package from Wellington Water uh, to be able to ensure that we can secure our water use and avoid water shortages, particularly in those summer months as well. So that will be coming up in council's long-term plans over the next few months. Okay, and you hope people go for it. You hope people are convinced by the benefits of it, even if it means that they will get a new water bill that they didn't used to have. Well, people are already paying for water. Yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's a fixed charge. And the, the killer right now is, you know, we're spending, I haven't got the numbers in front of me, but possibly over $50 million in supplying water to people. They pay that through a direct charge. 40% of that is currently being lost. I mean, that, that is literally money down the drain. So we have to find a better solution. And experiences like Kapiti and Auckland and others will tell you um, that there are, are significant financial benefits as well as you know looking after uh, why as well. Yeah. Until then, until that universal metering, how do you find a leak? So we do have some network meters in place which measure the flow. So you can kind of say, uh, let's say in, in my city in Lower Hutt, uh, in Nainai, we might see that there's a, a, a really high amount of water going through. So you can go, okay, uh, we know that there is probably a large leak in this area. But then you literally have to get people out with sonar equipment listening for the leak underground if it can't be seen. So that's a real challenge to, uh, or that's resource intensive, and it's a real challenge to get the find the leaks and fix them at scale. So we know that if you had more network meters along with those universal meters on people's properties, uh, you're going to be able to optimize your investment and get on top of issues way faster. Yeah. Uh, have the earthquakes, recent earthquakes, had anything to do with um, the damage to those pipes? Well, I think if you look at the trend, there was a bit of a spike when we had the Kaikoura earthquake. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think that that uh, did have an impact and we maybe didn't appreciate at the time how, how large that was. Um, but also, if you look at the age profile of our network, uh, it, it, we have areas where you know pipes which are 80, 100 years old just simply haven't been replaced when they should have been, really. So that, that's the, the, the challenge, um, and it's, it's only going to get worse unless we start to you know, front up to some of these solutions and start rolling them out. And, and it will take some time. It's, this won't be a fix overnight. Yeah. Um, how hard is it to patch up a pipe? Yeah, well, that's that's a really good question, and because you know people quite rightly say I've got a leak outside my house. Hey, you're talking about water restrictions. Why don't you just fix the leak? Just even fixing the leak, in some cases, may improve the pressure of water in that pipe, and actually may cause other problems a bit further down, and you may have two or three le- leaks that spring up from that. So the real solution is the actual renewals, the replacement of pipes, getting new pipes in the ground. Uh, and obviously that's a bigger piece of work. Um, but that, and that's going to take a much longer time to roll out. So it is a real challenge. Um, the, the, the patch up on, on leaks uh, isn't the, the long-term solution here. How do you get the money to pay for new pipes? Well, <laughs> well that's, that's a really good question. Uh, councils are financially strapped. Uh, they have a number of other 
competing priorities as well that they've got uh, that we've got to be thinking about. I mean, this is a reason why I've been a supporter of three water reform because that's always been about finding a financial solution. Uh, to the the problem of investing in water infrastructure. So there does need to be change. Uh, Whatever the government looks like, they're not going to be able to um, put their head in the sand on this issue. Uh, The status quo simply isn't an option. There was a big report in 2020 that said there were problems, problems in the relationships between Wellington City Council and Wellington Water. I know that's not your council, but any comment on that? Look, I, I think there for, for councils there is a real challenge of trying to uh, trying to balance the investment that you do across all of the different functions of your of your city. Uh, water infrastructure is just one. Of course, we have transport and all the other things councils are involved in. So there is always going to be a bit of a challenge and a, and a conflict there. Um, but I mean, I, I can't really speak to the the um, specifics on that uh, just because they are you know something that. Is more between Wellington City itself and and Wellington Water. You got new water restrictions coming in. Yeah, so we are uh, expecting if we do have a dry summer, which seems to be on the cards from predictions, uh, that we may have to go to level four restrictions. We've never done that before. That means a ban on outdoor water use and restrictions on indoor water use. Of course, we're relying on on people to uh, to 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 uh, follow through with those um, restrictions because you can't exactly police them. Um, but that's the sort of challenge which is only going to get worse if we don't address some of these other issues like universal meters, additional storage lakes and renewals. So that's why we had the summit uh, this week because the problem's only going to get worse. We need to get on with it. Must really hurt watching your garden die and not being allowed to use your sprinkler knowing that for every 100 litres of water delivered to Wellingtonians, 40 litres gets lost in leaks. Oh, absolutely. Like it is a, I acknowledge that it is really, really challenging to tell someone to restrict their own water use if outside their property they can see a leak. And that's why I'm trying to do my best to explain the wider context and how complicated this whole issue is. Um, I wish it was as simple as fixing the 2,600 leaks we're aware of and, and are working on, and it's important we do fix them. But also we need to find the really big leaks and where we're losing lots of water which we currently don't know about. And the only way to be able to do that, quite frankly, is through metres. Thank you. Uh, Campbell Barry, Mayor of Lower Hutt, really nice to talk to you today, and thanks for putting some thought into this. Thank you.